His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. Yeah, the chocolate's yay, Brasileño. Yeah, to the back of the hat, lean back in the lap, crack the window, hear the soldier sounds and that in the back. Ain't no cat in the hat, just a cat that can rap. This is Brunson, so what up, what up, it's your boy Brock Brawley coming to you live from the spot over there, over there in the cut. This is Turnbucks and Brass Nucks, the world's greatest podcast about wrestling, even though nobody listens to it. With me today, as always, is Scuba Steve. Yeah. And Double J. Hello. We're coming to you earlier this week because Double J wants to have plans and shit. What the fuck is that? It's my theme music. Yeah, so yeah, we're coming to you. Jay thought she needed to have it to her life. I do have a life. Don't you hear how heartbroken Scuba Steve is that I'm leaving him? He's gonna have that risky business party. All right, well, like, there's not much wrestling this early in the week, so. Take us there, Scuba Steve. All right, we're gonna. Uh... Dive right into SmackDown. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start uh, right out of the gate with a women's match. Asuka, the former champ, against 14? Is she 14 or 15? 14 or 15 times champ? Flair. 15. 15, okay. So this is basically just kind of jockeying for position of who's going to go after Eo. But Danny Kostoa says, fuck that. We're going to go ahead. We're taking control. So in the middle of the match, they take control. They all three or two, excuse me. Dakota's still injured, but uh, she did go to the ring and and cheer on her her group there. They attack both competitors. Eel hits a fantastic double drop kick, hitting both competitors square in the chest with a drop kick off the top rope, which I thought was fantastic. And um, no contest. Uh, the match was good, of course. These two competitors, I don't think, can have a bad match. Uh, but I guess Eo's just going to take out the competition before they take her out. Uh, let's start with the lady. JJ, what you think? Uh, honestly, the best part of it to me was the Eo part. I thought the match was a... I don't know. I just felt like it didn't make sense. I mean, it did make sense, but it didn't. You know what I mean? It just... I don't know. I didn't care for it. Brent? I fucked with it. Um, I would have rather had a definitive winner and the definitive winner being Asuka. But otherwise, I'm okay with everything that happens. Uh, is it me or does Bailey look chunky? Who? Bailey. I, I think Bailey yeah. looks like she lost weight, to be honest. No, I'm going to go with the, as, as a... As a... Fat person myself, I'm, I'm gonna say, but the problem is she she used to be just so skinny. And, uh, I don't know, maybe she was very older, fit we, though before. And now she looks a little. Oh, no, she had gained weight after her comeback. She had little love handles, and she's lost them. I didn't think you called it a comeback. She's yeah. been here for years. She's not. Oh, oh. oh. Save the he comedy have, for the bears, Ebenezer. He doesn't have the he, dimples. All right, for the fucking 12th time in the last 12 fucking weeks, we get something between AJ and Carrie, and I don't fucking care. 
Styles takes the W. Probably the most interesting part of this was um, Me Scarlet, Scarlet interfering, and for for some reason, um, what's her name? Forgot Meacham. Is that, what is she named this week? Is it Meachin? Meachin, Meachin, Meachin. So Meachin, the first time, forgets that she's there to kind of twerk that. The second time, she actually gets laid out. Third time's a charm, though. She takes care of uh, Scarlet Styles Clash for the W. I, I'm fucking done with this shit. Uh, Brock, you talk about it. I don't even understand why they, I mean, it's not like they, it was been back and forth. AJ's won every fucking match. So what the hell was the, what, what are we doing anymore? No, he hasn't won every match. It's been 50-50 booking. But uh, it's exactly fit. So they face again. Karen I never saw Karrion Cross get a, a, a W over that nigga. Oh, you see him said that local three. <laughs> yeah, he did. One time. That I can remember. But anyway. And uh, be, uh, shenanigans, of course, because of the stupid wife. But, uh, yeah. She's the, still the best part of that act. They need to just fucking focus on her like they did with Sable and uh, Mark Merrill. Oh. All right. So we get uh, Edge coming to the ring. Blah, blah, blah. Sheamus comes out. So we're going to have a Sheamus. They both talk about each other. They, they're they good friends. Edge embarrasses him by putting up pictures of him celebrating with his kids and such and being a knucklehead. Um, all this is is it brings us to a match next week and I guess Edge's hometown, I think. I know it's in Canada. Um Y'all talk about it if you want to. Well, I mean, you left out the fact that he said that when he was coming, trying to make his comeback, the person that he called was Seamus. I which did. I did his, didn't I he think fuck blah, with, blah, blah. with FDR thing, blah. when he fucking came back? Excuse me? Wasn't he fucking with FTR when he came back? No. Not that I recall. But... FTR wasn't there when he came back. But when Edge came back? Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm saying, like, he trained with FDR as when he was trying oh, to come back. I don't that's a that's a good. Uh, hmm. I just hope I just hope FTR asked permission from CM Punk to wrestle with somebody else before then. I really hope so. Uh, JJ, any comments about Edge and, and uh, Seamus? No, annoying. But let's talk about the man, La 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 Knight. Yeah, versus Top Flop Dollar. Um, I'm kind of getting tired of him beating up uh, that group. I mean, he just he needs to pin the chick, and he, he's got the trifecta. Basic score. They did give Top Dollar some some offense early. L.A. for the W. L.A. cuts the promo afterwards, basically uh, calling out uh, Mr. Awesome himself. Um, the match itself was a squash. The the, the thing at the end uh, was okay. J.J., what you think? Uh... I don't know. I don't care. Uh, I I, I want to say to me, the whole thing was a I don't care kind of night. All right. So, uh, Brock, for every time she says I don't care, we have to do a shot. We're two behind right now. Uh, uh, La night and la flop. I mean, I don't give a shit about the match, really. It was just, you know, for him to win... I am intrigued by him and Miz for some reason. Like, it just makes sense to me. 
I'm not. No, I'm not dogging that at all. I'm not even to that. I mean, when we we get closer to a match team tomorrow, I'll get my two cents. I I don't mind it. I'm I'm with you. I mean, I'll be intrigued by it. I will. Um, speaking of intriguing, I skipped. Is La Knight one of those niggas who got the fucking the? What was it that they said that they were they were unsigned free agents and shit? I think he is actually. Oh, I'm trying to figure out how the fuck he keeps showing up on both shows. Oh, I know some about. I don't. I thought he was drafted. I know some about now because like Corbin is one, Ali is one, Brock. Uh, I don't know. That's uh. He made a point in the promo to say something. I don't care if it's Raw, SmackDown. So, but I thought I thought a lot of night was. I'd be no. Who knows. He can do what he wants. I don't care. He's so fucking over right now with the crowd. It's ridiculous. Who's not over is Austin Theory. So we have a title match here. We had Santos Escobar, Austin Theory. So at the beginning of the show, Escobar is in the middle of an interview, excited as all get up, gets jumped by uh, Let me stop you there, Scooby Steve, because, again, why the fuck do you not see a man come? Why don't you even just assume that somebody's going to be fucking coming at you every time you do an interview back there? <laughs> so you're ready for the son of a bitch. You know what I'm saying? And then apparently the, the, you got these guys are ten times stronger in the back because every little fucking hit knocks these people out cold. Oh, yeah. Escobar looked like he was in La La Land. No offense I'm like, tonight. dog, you know what I'm saying? And what's funny about it is that I was thinking about the fact that I told you that uh, when it came on, and I said, watch this thing and come out and fucking do it. And sure as fuck he did. Yeah. Not once, though. So, to continue the promo story of this thing here, uh, like he said, Theory came out like a fucking ninja. Beats up Escobar, busts his knee. And then, and then, you know, here I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this for a second. So then they say he's medically cleared to, to wrestle. Escobar about a quarter of the way down the aisle to get into the ring for his championship match gets jumped again. He takes a couple shots to the knee. He's out, and then the rest of the LWO comes out to assist. Well, dude, he needs better homeboys. That's what I said with with the beat up in the back when they came out. I was like, what the fuck were you guys a few minutes ago that this guy got? It it makes it even worse. If you got a crew of niggas, I would have been like, yo, look, I'm going to go do this interview. I want you to watch out for anybody coming and try to fucking attack me. It's ridiculous. And then, okay, fucking. And I got to call out fucking uh, Voldemort for this bullshit. Yes. Why the fuck didn't you use... Okay, so they said specifically the reason why Santos Escobar won the fucking shit over LA Knight was so that they could put the fucking title on a Hispanic dude. Why the fuck didn't you just leave it that way? You know what I'm saying? Why would you fucking change it to Rey Mysterio? Who gives a fuck about Rey Mysterio right now, man? Allegedly, Rey was supposed to go over in the match with Escobar, got his bell rung, so they had to pull a quickie on us. And this is how they get away with the other quickie, ladies and gentlemen. So Theory takes out Escobar, says, well, I guess I'm done for the night. But then uh, Mr. Adam there made it official that it was going to be Theory versus Little Ray. Oh, man, this Ray, so Ray wins. So he is now our Latino babyface that we heard, as you mentioned, a couple months ago, that that's what they wanted. 
Um, unless this turns, and I've, I've said this for a while, unless this turns into an Escobar and, the, and, his, and his crew, not just him, but the rest of them, uh, I, unless they turn, this is, this is bullshit. I, I can't stand it. I thought it sucked ass. Sorry, Ray. Love you. But this is not the way well, to go down with this. I was living about it because, like you said, fuck Ray. But the only way that I could justify them doing it this way is if the the LWO does um, do a turn to bring Dominic back to dad. Like, oh, no, I can't have nobody fuck with my dad like that. That's fucked up or whatever, you know? That would be the only acceptable thing to do. And then you, it, 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 you're right. It would be the only acceptable way, but they shouldn't do that because this nigga has Megaton heat. Why would you fuck with that? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It's funny how polar opposites they are. If you want somebody to go over the hill, what do you do? You have them beat up on Ray. And then on the flip side, you got Dom is might be the most booed wrestler right now. I don't. I don't know and you know what I I started noticing about this nigga that I I actually sounds like oh man I kind of like this shit he his gear is an exact fucking combination of Eddie Guerrero's old gear and his father's shit if you ever look at it like all those fucking like frays on the side of his pants and shit that's the shit yeah. that Eddie Guerrero used to wear when he was in ECW and shit. Yeah. yeah, it's true. JJ, did you have any further opinions before I move along? No, I, I my opinion is that I'm pissed off at wrestling lately. Not happy. It's, it's true. Oh, no, ladies and gentlemen, just uh, all six of you, just wait. It's like a volcano about to erupt. Speaking of erupting, so we go ahead and we get the tribal chief. We get solo for also. Can we can we please stop calling solo the bloodline enforcer? That motherfucker hasn't won a fucking match in how long? Mm-hmm. He hasn't enforced shit. He hasn't taken anybody out for the bloodline. So can we please stop calling him that? But anyway, it's solo. It's wise man. It's tribal chief. He's asking for some acknowledgement. He asked the wise man if he talked to Jimmy. Said he did earlier, but that was it. Said Jimmy was not in a real good mood. It was mean to him. Where is Jimmy? Jimmy's ringside. Hooded up and everything. Comes in the ring. Uh, Tribal Chief's like, hey, I guess I owe you one. What do you want? Car, yacht, position in the company. He can do whatever. Jimmy lets him know, hey, as usual, he thinks about you. It's not. It wasn't about you. It had nothing to do with you. Then here comes Jay. So, Jay asks why Jimmy goes, because I don't want you to be, quote, an asshole like him, and pointing out at Roman. The crowd, the crowd goes nuts with the asshole. I, I, I loved it. He offers his chin and saying, Jay, if it makes you feel better, just go ahead and kick me in the head. Jay's like, nope. Walks around to talk to Roman. Yeah. Jimmy walks slower than my fat ass out of the ring and up the ramp because he wants to make sure he's around for the rest. Uh, Jay takes out after a while the chief and the enforcer. And then it looks like we may have an Uso uh, reconciliation until Jay kicks him in the fucking head too and then tells everyone he's out of the bloodline. 
He's out of SmackDown, and he's out of the WWE. Deuces. Deuces, Deuces. Deuces, ooses. That's the next fucking T-shirt, baby. Brock, what you think? Okay, so and then it's like I told you that night. Like, I don't know if I like it, but I don't hate it. And okay, so the reasoning isn't that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, the reason Jay did it, uh, Jimmy did it. I, I almost could fuck with it if. He attacked Roman during the match so that Jay wouldn't win. That would make more sense. Not to pull your own brother and kick him in the face. That doesn't that doesn't make any fucking sense. You could have just beat up on Roman, got your brother disqualified. He doesn't win the match, but you, you're still fucking brothers. Yeah. Um and so uh, that last sequence with Jay uh was fucking awesome. You know what I mean? When he's kicking everybody in the fucking face. Calls his brother down, kicks him in the fucking face too, and then so literally walks out through the gosh, crowd. Um, and then that cliffhanger, you know what I'm saying? That he's out to WWE. Where does that go? What do they do with that? So, how many things have you seen jump up? Hey, he's all elite. Bullshit. Yeah, no, he's definitely not all elite. Fuck. But, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just uh, again. The bloodline storyline keeping me interested. You know, I want to see what happens next. JJ, I I actually don't feel that way. Like I feel like this was the most disjointed thing that they've done. Unappreciated. Don't care for it. I mean, that's just my thought right now. All right. Well, that uh, that ended our down of smack. Which leads us into Rampage, but ladies and gentlemen, we're going to save you time. We already talked about this last week because it was already recorded. But just a quick rundown of who did what on this program. This was the Darby Allen cage match for which Darby went over. It was Orange Cassidy versus Johnny TV. Cassidy goes over. Ozzy Open versus the Outrunners. Whatever. Ozzy Open wins. And, of course, Shariah goes over Sky Blue to get her into the four-way match for the ladies' title. Um, did you guys want to expand on this more than we did last week? Nope. Nope. All right. See? Trucking right along. Oh, man. This is – this is uh, – I'm er, – collision! I'm, I'm not sure about this, but we can – okay. We'll just quickly say that we got the Ricky Starks heel turn continuing while he talks to Shivani about how he beat up uh, Ricky Steamboat. Yay. First match out, though. The Acclaimed is back against a team from ROH, the Iron Savages. Don't let the name fool you. They're bums. No, I'm just kidding. They're not, they're not terrible. They did a decent job. I didn't like the match, and I am a huge Acclaim fan, but I was not impressed with this fucking match whatsoever. I'm going to steal a term from JJ, disjointed. There was no fluidity. Um, it, it was, and I'm not saying the word botch, Chris Jericho, so don't worry about it. I know that's your most hated word, but it was it was clumsy. It was just very, very clumsy. Acclaimed win, of course, they weren't going to lose uh, coming back, but um, Brock, what'd you think? Yeah. 
Um, I didn't think very much at all, actually. The only I think about it. JJ. I think they need to do something to help the acclaim get back to where they were, because right now they're not it. Do you think that's something funny? I was thinking about it too, and we haven't really talked about it. Funny enough, uh, maybe that something is is the longing people may have for Daddy Ass, and when he comes back to save them from a three on two beatdown to make three on three, maybe that's the the spark. But man, they have decelerated their momentum so badly it is fucking ridiculous they were so over yeah i mean my lord and now i mean they're still over don't get me wrong but it's not even close no and then we go right back to the fucking issues about fucking they really need to to, to hire a, a real good wrestling booker because Tony Khan, I believe, like he's just everybody can fucking win him over with some stupid idea, and he'll go for it. Like this shit with uh, Jeff Jarrett and fucking Man, Jeff, no, Jeff Hardy. I, I, I was trying to avoid even talking about that pile of crap. What the like, yeah. fuck? But as far as like, and then uh, was 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 this was this the collision? Was was it this one where where Ozzy Open fought that team from the eighties? No, that was the uh, that that was the Outrunners. That was on uh, uh, Rampage. Oh, you know what? As good of a tag team as Ozzy Open is, that dude looks. I hate people that just look like normal guys. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. shit bothers me. This shit looks like somebody's uncle. Maybe somebody's uncle time. Fred. <laughs> uh, when you say that, I always think of L.A. Knight when he's talking about uh, Flap Dollar being. Uh... Uncle whatever from uh, Uncle Phil. Fresh Prince. Uncle Phil. He <laughs> <laughs> did call him Uncle Phil. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But talking about a good tag team match, in my opinion, the ladies come out and shine, in my opinion. Mercedes and Diamante. I'm sorry, Mercedes Martinez. And Diamante versus Willa Nungale and the current TBS champ, Chris Statlander. I was entertained by this show. Um, but Something I noticed and, and I brought to Jesse's or JJ's attention, just Jesse. It's interesting how chauvinistic the AEW is because they have no problem with the men's tag team match being a pitcher and pitcher, but the ladies do not get that same treatment. So I was upset because when it was on, they gave them plenty of time. The heels do take the W thanks to shenanigans here, but I thought that was the right move because you're setting up both lady heel ladies to go against Statland for the TBS title. I liked it. JJ, did you like it? I did. I thought it was actually a really good match. Even though you had some heat for Willow. <sighs> yeah, she's annoying. She smells really? Good. Yeah. <laughs> Such a hateful person. No, she's just a, come on. Let's be honest. She's annoying. And then uh, the other thing is, here's what I hate, and I hate all of the men or women that do it. 
why wear that little fucking bodysuit and then take your little arms out of the fucking bodysuit? Then don't like wear that strapping. goddamn shit if you're uncomfortable. It's well, the best that about being uncomfortable is a sign of that next level. You know what I'm saying? You just hit that Rawr. next level of jackness. You know what I mean? Third yeah, angle, it's stupid. Rock, uh, from uh, AEW. Yeah, man. No, that that's just too. Um... You know what? We're in the fucking We're 2020s. Can we please not act like a fool? And, and I mean, okay, yes, I understand. Yes, you want to have some amount of acting and, and, and beefiness or whatever, but that's just stupid. That just that's so Hulk Hogan, you know? Can we step out of the Hulk Hogan era? Let me tell you something, brother. Take my vitamins. I don't need milk. you to see you fucking pump up after you've been having your ass whooped. Just fucking get your shit up. Go fucking fuck them up and, and you don't need to fucking act all pumped up and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> man, if we had oh a bomb, we'd be dead right now. Such Dang a grumpy gust, man. Listen, I'm on another fucking round of steroids. Leave me the fuck alone. Man. She's about I to hook up I and was... fucking put her straps down and shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to come cross on the couch, Brock. I'm scared right now. I don't blame you on that one. All right. So, we will move right along. My man. Like a Denzel. My man. Samoa Joe versus Andrew Everett. If you don't know who Andrew is, don't worry about it. Nobody does. Forget the match. Let's just talk about his promo. Okay. So, it's a super squash. Then afterwards, lets everybody know he's a little impatient, a little pissed off because he has politely... Asked uh, Punk for a match at All In, and Punk hasn't really responded because he's a fucking coward. So now he's no longer going to politely ask. He is going to get his point across one way or another. Now, right here, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, the main event is CM Punk and FTR. I guess they're called CMFTR, going for the trios title against the House of Black. The minute this left his mouth, I told JJ he's going to interfere with that fucking match, and and, and that's going to go down. So we'll talk about that later. The promo is fucking fantastic. Give this guy a mic 24-7. I will be thrilled to death. Oh, it's fucking with Samoa Joe. And even, like, I, I was reminded when, I don't know which one of you sent me that shit where they talk about he owned fucking Brock Lesnar and fucking Roman Reigns in the same time. Yeah. yeah. Dude, fucking, it's just amazing, bro. You know what I mean? He is he is still over. Not, you, I mean, I tell, I loved what you, him in TNA. Oh my god, Joe is gonna kill you. But man, he he's he's going. I'm so glad. Even in crazy. NXT, he was fucking shit, man. Oh, yeah, Has so many fucking good fucking uh, matches with niggas, bro. With Finn <laughs> Balor and fucking Dude, Bobby Roode. If I'm ever <laughs> in a super bad mood and super depressed. <laughs> Just show me the compilation of when Samoa, when somebody goes on the top rope to try to jump on him, he just leisurely he walks just walks off. away. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> dude, I cannot stop. I love that shit. I will YouTube it. Give me an hour of that. I don't care that, but this is him. It's his demeanor. 
man, when he was unfortunately concussed or whatnot in WWE and he was announcing, I thought he was a fantastic fucking announcer. That guy is gold. You know, he just, uh, he, he was in that Twisted Metal movie, so he'd been off TV for a little bit, but now he's back, full throttle. Give me him and Punk number four. Is that right? Four? Because wasn't he 2-0 two, two, two and oh until this last loss with the roll-up? Yeah, it'll be I want to say that's correct. Give it to me. I don't give a fuck. Give me that shit. So, speaking of shit, um, Arn Anderson is not going to get Father of the Year award uh, because he just basically got his son killed. We have Luchasaurus and Christian Cage. Christian Cage carrying around the TNT title, basically thinking it's his. And then here comes Arn with his son Brock in tow. Uh, Christian makes a comment. Hey, I told you no, no one's gonna get easy title shots. But Arn, for you, I'll make a, an exception, thinking Arn's gonna take it. Arn's like, well, we all know I'm not medically clear, but my son is. So Luchasaurus just basically dismantles this young man. Or I guess he's young. I don't know. He looks just like his old man, so he could be 80. Um, and luckily for him, though, after the squash, Darby Allen comes in to attack the, uh, the dinosaur with the skateboard. And they are set up for a match, um, which is strange because they're like, just like, make this happen, make this happen. Didn't Darby Allen win a freaking battle royal like a couple weeks ago to get a title shot for the TNT title? What do you mean, make this happen? Darby Allen already fucking made it happen. It's just when, and of course, we know that's probably going to be in the pay-per-view. Uh, Brock, what did you think of the match and the aftermath? I could fucking care less about any of it, to be honest with you. Stupid oh, dinosaurs okay. and uh, <laughs> old men with their with their old man son. It's, you know. He is an old man's son, so I have a JJ, do you have a difference of opinion, or are you kind of falling in line that, well, this sucked? Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than Christian and his fucking ridiculousness, because that's a funny motherfucker. Yeah, I guess. He do say some great shit, man. He, he is, dude. And especially the dad of the year, because last uh, last week he had shoved his own daughter away because she, he wasn't the, her, her favorite wrestler. <laughs> <It's> like, security. <laughs> Watch it. Uh, but yeah, that was fucking, that, that's, that's fantastic. But yeah, it's um, I don't know. I'm just kind of tired of the, the dinosaur. Just put the fucking just put the belt on uh, on Christian and let's get by. By the way, the old man's son is 26 years of age. He doesn't look a day under 40. All right, which uh, is gonna look a mess when he's our age and shit. He's 26. Right, you know what's fucked up, and, and maybe that shows how great. You know, we've aged because we could take a picture with this dude, and they, nobody would know that he was younger than us for sure. I'm not, not going to disagree with you, not at all. So, we get to our title match uh, again. CMFTR versus House of Black. Now, they gave these motherfuckers a shitload of time, which they deserve. The match itself was great quality, good storytelling. Uh, Brody. Uh, King just dominated this big dude. They made it a point to have him basically manhandle these kids. Uh, Matthews was solid. Uh, of course, he had a spot with CM Punk, Sin Indian style. 
and and of course Malachi Black deciding that uh, hey that's my move I'm going to do the same thing and stare at you. But as we already alluded to, unfortunately, uh, the championships stay where they are with House of Black because it's a two on three because Samoa Joe uh, lets Punk know that he really, really, really wants a match by basically taking him out, grabs him, pulls him over the guardrail, and then chokes him out, which leaves FTR, as good as they are, can't take on the House of Black by themselves, so the House of Black takes the W. Again, the match was very good. Um, oddly enough, they brought Jim Ross back for this one match. Um, but uh, I think this spotlighted uh, uh, Brody King very well. I think he's underrated for a big boy. Uh, but, again, this is all about CM Punk and, and Samoa because, of course, FTR is going to face uh, the Young Bucks. So uh, what did you think of that, Brock? Excuse me. No problem. Um, where do I start? All right. Fucking awesome match. You know what I'm saying? And with the three that were, the six men that were in it, it was going to be a pretty good match. You knew that. I'm starting to feel like this trio's title isn't all it was cracked up to be because who else are they going to face? What other trios are they? They've gone through everybody. There was the Lucha Brothers with a guy. Uh, well, well, there was Death Triangle, there was fucking, uh, there was the, the, the Elite, and then maybe fucking, the uh, yeah, but they've ran through all them niggas already. Yeah. So, now where do you go with it? But, other than that, you know, the, the, the House of Black is a fucking great fucking team, man. Like, I, I like everything that they've done. I have no negative comments about that side of it. Even Julia, you know what I'm saying, does her part and everything, and, and I think it works well. Um, I hope they could keep it going even beyond the trio's title. But, uh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, fucking, I always love when someone would yoke somebody out, so that's cool. <laughs> Especially when it's punk. The only thing is that I, I always found it funny, like when the when the elite fought the House of Black House. Nobody wanted to get in the ring with Brody. <laughs> I wouldn't. What the fuck? Yeah, no, they was nah, man, you go against them. But yeah, I mean, it was good shit. It was it. It saved the night because the rest of the show was trash you know, up until oh, that. You, 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 I think you said the same thing, didn't you we? Just stole what I was going to end up with. Go ahead, Jake. What you think of the match? Uh, I, I don't know. It was fine. It was good. You got great players. How could it not be good? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I okay. I'm going to go back to what Brock said about the trios title. It seemed hot as hell. How could it not be when you had the elite best out of whatever five with uh, best out seven, right? whatever it was with uh, death triangle. Death triangle. But I'm wondering too if it's stalling a little bit because they're only on collision now. And no offense, just look at the ratings. Collision is, is not as even well. Before uh, Collision, they hadn't done anything. I'm sorry? That even before Collision was a thing, uh, they had kind of lost momentum. They hadn't been doing anything. Well, and why did they start a feud with, uh, unfortunately now, Mr. X-Flare? And when it's just one of him. Like, that, that stalled it, too, because that having defending their trio's title... Each single one of them over a month and a half span were facing 
uh, what's his name? Why am I forgetting his name all of a sudden? Player. Andrade. Andrade. Instead of concentrating on defending the trio championships. Now, they're all in their own right good singles, but I think that devalues the trio's title when it's not defended on a television show at least every other week. But I think that kind of decelerated it too. But I, I actually, <clears throat> excuse me, must 100% agree with you, Brock. I actually thought this show sucked. Um, yes, the ending did, <clears throat> excuse me, start to save the day. But uh, I mean, what if somebody turned it off because it sucks so fucking bad? I mean, you assume that the main event's going to draw and keep people interested. But there were plenty of times I had no problem maybe checking out something else for a couple minutes and then popping back. So, Well, this brings us to uh, last night's Raw. <clears throat> we start out by teasing even more issues with the uh, people that run Monday Night Raw. And uh, Mr. McDonough kind of sticks his nose a little bit in the Judgment Day business, which does not make uh, Senor in the bank very happy. But it does actually lead us to an interesting match. Sami Zayn has got to have, and it's going to sound stupid, has to have a trick elbow or something. Because it still looks like shit, but he's wrestling. Uh, He takes on J.D. McDonough. Uh, they they have a, a pretty solid match in my opinion, which uh, luckily Sammy does take the W with a Huluva kick to that big skull. Um, I think his head is big. Head pants, but no. but but I will say I was you know what I'm saying I was highly impressed with him in this match. He's good, man. He is good. He did a fucking bang-up job. You know what I mean? Like, I was very impressed with his wrestling acumen. McDonough? Yeah. Yes. McDonough's fucking awesome. I'm glad. I, this is something they, I guess they teased me when he first came up, having the whole conversation. But you know and what I'm saying? He looks like a it. fucking lollipop guild nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something just yeah, off about his ass. You know what I'm saying? I say that all the time. I say him and Finn Balor both. That's why they're twenty-year boys. You know? No, Finn Balor, it, it, I don't see it in, but that nigga there, boy, he looked like he got the downs. Mm. Anyway, JJ, what you think of the match? It was good. It was very good. I I don't see the point of fucking doing Sammy. Why? Why? You've got a million fucking people that could have come in and done something. Why Sammy? Ninety-nine people, but Sammy ain't one. I what mean, but in that case, you had to. I mean, he already had beef with the Judgment Day, and that's why. Yeah, they it, beat it him was, up. McDonough and beat him up. and McDonough came out who had fucking fucked up his elbow in the first place, so he came to avenge his shit. Now, this is my shit about it. Why are you gonna come down and attack somebody and then end up getting your ass beat? Like that doesn't make no sense to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't fucking whoop somebody's ass and then end up with your ass whipped. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I th- actually, JJ made a good point with this match. I, I oh, especially because they had the out with Finn pretending like he was gonna jump in the ring and attack and had the distraction, and and then McDonough had to roll up, but Zane kicked out. I almost think McDonough should have went over. I agree. 
you know, her and I talked about it. I, I think it's not going to hurt Sammy. You know, that's especially because no, but I'm kind of still okay with with <clears throat> it because it still lays those seeds of dissension between you know him and the Judgment Day and things like that. So, because he didn't lose because of his something that he did, he lost because he got distracted by what was going on with these motherfuckers. Yeah. Measuring over. So this uh, Gunther comes out with what? Imperium and and decides to cut a promo. And just basically telling everybody he's the best of ever uh, that's ever done it. Stop it. Who? Yeah, JJ. Come on, man! Like uh, you're gonna put on something that has fucking that talks to you while we're doing this shit. My blood pressure is like super high right now. It's all the fucking steroids. <laughs> not, to, not to mention your aggressive attitude towards the wrestling business. That doesn't help. You may want to stop doing this show for, for a week, honey. They might uh, lower that a little bit. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. You ready? Go ahead. So, period comes out. And we're back to uh, Gunther likes to stand on tables now and basically acknowledging himself, which he should. He's fantastic. Uh, starts to run down uh, his upcoming opponent, Gable. Which Gable and the uh, Alpha Academy comes out to the longest shush I've ever heard. And then a great thank you. So they bar back and forth. still fucking annoying, kid. Like, as, as fucking good as this dude is, and they try to make him a fucking uh, a baby face. The shoosh and the thank you thing are two of the most annoying, whack fucking things that I've ever fucking it. seen on wrestling. I kind of think it's actually warming up to the crowd where before it pissed him off. And I think it may have started with fucking Kevin Owens. Like, you remember the one time I told do that thing. Do that thing. Come on, make me laugh every day. Do that thing. Do that thing. Yeah, nah, I fucking hate I that it. shit, man. I think it's funny as fuck. Oh, man, I just want to punch him right in the fucking face every time he says that shit. Fucking so, shoot me, motherfucker. We get a little <laughs> I love it. Just like this stupid yes forth. movement. How long for the yes movement for the for the longest time was annoying and then now it's funny. I don't know. I never found it. I mean that never bothered me as much as this does. So, and I fucks with Chad Gable, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I like and I like the even the way the, the, the Alpha Academy uh you know, dichotomy is right now. I kind of feel like that bitch is going to eventually turn on them and go with this nigga Kaiser, but we'll see I if that shit so happens. Ah, fucking, you saw my notes again. I was going to get to the point where Kaiser decides he's talking some smack to the boys and talking some smack to the ladies, which gets him for smack. Do not split these niggas up. Don't, please. I, I, I don't, if ever you have to do it, don't do it anytime soon, man, because the Imperium is the, the, oh, the fucking... Dude. It's the most elite fucking... Like, I love what fucking Kaiser does. You know what I'm saying? Like His whole fucking shtick is fucking awesome. The other guy is kind of like a, a fucking, you know... Plain Jane, you know what I mean? He's, he's not, like not a lot to him. But even he's a still a good fucking wrestler, you know what I mean? Fantastic wrestler. And then the ring general, forget about it, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking top-notch. Like, you can't even fucking fuck with it. 
I even like, like I feel like he gets a kick out of talking shit too. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like right. you just see like a little fucking smirk of fucking uh, happiness come out when he starts to talk shit. No, I, but I, uh, I, yeah, I, man, Imperium, man, all day, every day, twice so on Sundays. Chad Gable takes care of Vincent. Which pisses off Thorin General, who decides, fuck it, I'm going to show you how it's done. And he takes on o- Otis. He, good match. Um, pretty good strength by Gunther to be able to put Otis in a fantastic powerbomb, not rushing it. He made it look easy, wins the match. Uh, and then this leads to a little dissension. Uh, basically, uh, starts uh, verbally abusing uh, Vinci for his loss. He looks at Kaiser. Basically telling him, hey, get your head screwed on straight. All you're thinking about is that girl. That's not going to work. So I guess, and I don't understand this. Uh, instead of doing this on the upcoming pay-per-view, we're going to have this Intercontinental Championship match between Gunther and Chad Gable next week. I thought that was weird. That should be a pay-per-view match. What you think? You could make it a pay-per-view match, but it's not. You'd have to give Gable a little more of a, a, a push to where, hey, I, I beat him in a tag match. JJ, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it was good. She's so articulate. I love it. Like, I love the way that she's either either fucking furiously angry or just not a mean Me. Whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so we next get Drew McIntyre being interviewed in the back. Uh, you know, you, I, I still say heel, but we'll see. I think it's going to happen. But uh, basically gets interrupted by Matt Riddle. Matt says, hey. Uh, I answered the open challenge of the Viking Raiders. I don't know. I guess social media. I have no fucking idea. And he really wants Drew as a partner. Uh, Begs, begs, begs. Drew goes, well, if you can't find nobody, let me know. Now, the funny part was, all of a sudden, Riddle's music hits, and he's coming out. So I'm thinking to myself, well, damn, he didn't give Riddle much time to find a partner. But then the announcers do fill us in that the interview that we saw was this earlier today. So that kind of made sense. So uh, Drew comes out. They team. Riddle takes an ass whooping for 90% of this match. Does get the tag on Drew. Drew does clean some house. Does end up taking out Eric with the Claymore and gets the W. Now, after this, and we'll fast forward and we'll come back with your opinions. They're in the back. They're talking, or at least Riddle's talking smack. Drew's just kind of ho-hum about the deal. And Matt makes a comment, something of the nature, like, we should tag more and become the world tag team champs. Which offends the New Day, who has to be standing there with two white chairs. Classic New Day were funny as fuck, but they were offended by the comments since they accused the Riddle team of not being a team or friends, for that matter. So we're going to have a match with them next week. I'm hoping this is what turns – I could if, if Drew can turn on Matt, which I don't know what would instantly give him heat, 
But if he could turn on Matt and then with a white chair or whatever start abusing the hell out of the New Day, that would definitely give him some some serious heat, I believe. So, JJ, what did you think of the match and, and a possible tree turn? I, I thought the match itself was fucking stupid. I am so fucking over Matt Riddle. He needs to leave. He needs to go. He needs to hide. Whatever. Um, he needs to get high. The best part was the fucking um, New Day shit. Mm-hmm. Brock? Uh, actually, okay, so <laughs> Matt Riddle he needs to, he needs to turn heel. He needs to die. Hey, what, to what the fuck? No, nah, man, because uh, you know what? Uh, you know, I, like I was that. watching. I thought he should have turned on uh, Randy. To be honest, yeah. Or just turn heel with the fucking well. When he was when he was fighting Seth Rollins and he had that fucking like, I'm gonna fuck you up, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Dude, that was that was legit. That worked. You know what I'm saying? Like go more with that. Fuck the bro shit. Now just be the fucking violent motherfucker that you can be. Because man, I was watching that. There was a match that him and fucking Adam Cole had in NXT, and that shit was Dude. the bomb, baby. Knee, 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 knee. Yes. Um, Dude, he's a legit MMA fighter, legit. Yeah, no, and then so his and and, and he openly fucked with Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but so here we go with that. So and so with that, you know, that's with Matt Riddle. I'm fucking tired of seeing the Viking Raiders being relegated to just getting beat by every fucking body nowadays. Agreed. You know what I mean? Once again, a, a world class tag team. Fucking wasted here in the WWE, just like the OC or the Good Brothers, whatever you want to call them. Um, I was I was thinking immediately heel turn for fucking uh, yeah. what's his face Drew McIntyre, and I was surprised that it didn't. And it, when I saw that you know that the, for one that they won. And we're kind of happy about it. I, I was like, okay, well, maybe they, you know, maybe they're actually gonna go somewhere with this, uh, since Randy, you know, what I mean, is questionable. The new day, on the other hand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it almost seemed to me like they were going a little bit heelish. They started as heels. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I would be too. I honestly would be. And but that nigga's got to do something with his hair, but that should look whack. Ah, come on, Woods' hair is fantastic. I'm trying to grow. No, it's not. That shit look whack. Um, Let's just wait, man. Next family dinner, I'm gonna have that shit. <laughs> I, bro, I dare you to come to this house wearing that shit. <laughs> Dude, challenge accepted. Hold my beer. Um, oh, I don't know who the fuck you think you're going with because it ain't with me. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's like the. Last week, they seemed a little bit aggressive, and then this week they seemed uber aggressive when they were having their conversation yeah. with with these niggas. So, yeah, I mean, I'd be more, I'd be more interested in a Matt Riddle heel turn or a fucking uh, New Day heel turn than I would ever be for a Drew McIntyre heel turn. Okay, I'm not gonna argue that. Can you argue with that, JJ? No, I, 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 I'm a hater right now, so I don't know. I hate hater everything. Hater, 
Yeah, big time. Where's not to hate? I mean, I, I'm sorry. Riddle Riddle doesn't do it for me. And, and NXT, uh, go back to NXT and be what you were because it's a fucking load of shit. Speaking of loads of shit, so they have this fantastic fucking uh, little vignette. I don't know what you're going to call it for Indy Hartwell. Okay, of course, she was drafted to Raw. She's been, she was hurt prior to that, but they drafted her anyway. And she's just been kind of a memory. So then. Ruining the entire fucking NXT women's division, by the way, in the process. Oh, dude, we'll talk about that in a moment. So they throw Indy in the deep end with Rhea. And this, this was a super squash. Oh man! And then, how do you do that? Because now, what do you do? Like, how do you reset this shit? You mean that they couldn't find another woman in the back, Dana Brooke, or somebody? Yes, Rhea needs to look dominant. Because I'll be honest with you, her fuck. Uh, actually, I'm not gonna say anything yet because I was gonna ask you questions. But anyway, she doesn't she need to look that dominant. All she needs to do is win. That's all she needs and to she do. she sells well. So it's but fucking like squashing, she doesn't I, need to do, bro. No, she doesn't need to squash. She needs to fucking prove that she's a badass. Have a good fucking match, just like Becky, just like everybody else. Have a good fucking match where... How many times has fucking Bianca gotten her ass Roar. beat and then come back and been fucking dominant? That's what she fucking needs. Disgusting. They, they, you know, they need. They all, they all need that. You know what I'm saying? They all need fucking classic matches. This is why... Fucking Bailey and Sasha are gonna be the fucking measuring stick of what a woman's match can be. And if you're not meeting that fucking level, then you need to fucking get the fuck out of the way, man. Because there's bitches out there that will fucking meet that fucking criteria. If they're if they're allowed to. True. They're not being allowed to. So speaking of which, this? we forgot to mention the fuck that Piper Niven just fucking bullied her way into the women's whoa, tag whoa, team whoa, title. Not there yet. Not there yet. That that was gonna be part of my rant. Don't steal my rant. Why are these niggas at a laundromat? <laughs> All right. So I, I just don't understand why you built Indy up a little bit with this great vignette. Hey, I was NXT champ. I left to come to Raw. Da da da. It's gonna no, and then you get fucking pummeled. Hated this shit. It sucks. So let's go with what you just said. So and, and the fucking you know, Candice LeRae, you know, they do the same with her. You know oh, what I'm saying? Dude, dude, and granted, dude. they gave them a little bit of offers in the end where they yeah. they beat her up so and then ran on. away. But still, you know what I mean? It's it, it's not a good look for two women who. Both and, and Candice LeRae even more than fucking Indy Hartwell, fucking was amazing in NXT, bro. You know what I mean? She had these fucking the the. It was her and Rhea were the only two bitches on their fucking team in the whole fucking war games, and they still walked out the winners. Oh no, no, you're you are definitely preaching the choir. So let's keep preaching, JJ. You already gave your opinion on this, I do believe, didn't you? Yeah. I thought I felt the venom. So let's get to what Brock just said, because I was going to go on a little madcap rant. Uh, I don't want to say madcap, because I don't even know if he wrestles anymore. But... So we get a nice little uh, thing. Unfortunately, as everyone knows, uh, if you have the uh, women's tag team belts, you're going to get hurt at some point. As we know, uh, Chelsea Green does not have a partner at this point. And quick recovery, please. That'd be fantastic with the knee. 
So she decides she's going to have Candace. She's going to basically have applicants. So Candace has talent or somebody has talent. What do they name it, uh, Brock? She was doing auditions. Yeah, auditions. So she goes to Adam Pierce and says, hey, Adam, this is, I don't want to lose the belts. So I'm going to have auditions for my partner so then I can defend the belts. He's not too thrilled about the idea. Then here comes, I'm going to say this incorrectly, so please. Uh, it is uh, Parker. Is that right? One of them is Parker? No, it's Cadence and Cadence. Um, Katana. That makes me mad because I like them. So they come in and they're kind of grinning like, hey, you know, that's funny you're talking about this because um, when you get this sorted out, Adam, we, we feel we need a shot, which – um, well, let's see your 0-2 on television. I don't know if you need a shot, but they do deserve it because they are fantastic, but not the way that they got brought in. So, And then, oh, what a surprise. Someone got hit and didn't see it coming. I mean, especially Piper. I mean, I mean she's, she's quick for her size, but, you know. That's a big bitch to get the last see coming. You know what I mean? Let's, let's call a spade a spade. little girls out. Looks at Chelsea and says, "Hey, I'm your partner now." Chelsea's funny at first. He's like, "Well, I'm gonna have auditions." No, I'm your partner, and then grabs one of the belts. This is gonna be a great fucking dynamic between these two. I'm gonna love that. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to see someone, especially anyone, but especially somebody as talented as Deville get injured because she finally won a fucking title and she deserved to win a title on for now. But if that had to but happen, once again, it points out the fucking quality character that Chelsea Green is in reality. That she's not look already. She's blended with two different, totally different characters, and you could, you know, the shit with her and Sonya fucking clicked immediately, and you could already see this shit with Piper Nevin fucking being hysterically funny. Oh. Chelsea Green has to be given her fucking props for all that. Couldn't agree more, and I'm a big. Uh, Piper fan, so I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to fucking death. So, uh, JJ, what do you like think about girls. I'm sorry. That's because you like big girls. You like big girls, and you cannot lie. No, I cannot. I cannot lie. So, we have new tag team champions, ladies and gentlemen. I guess with uh, Piper and uh, Candice. Uh, excuse me, I can't say Mrs. Green, Chelsea. Um, so, but I, I'm going to go to the, so as that's going on, JJ and I are talking, and this coincides with what you said there, Brock. So you brought the former NXT tag team champions up and they got rocked by one person. Okay. You brought out the, uh, the witches who looked fantastic, actually, even in a losing effort against Rhonda uh, and Baszler. I've not seen them fucking since. What the fuck? I mean, they w- just leave them down and fucking. If you don't have a fucking, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a lot more. I, I, and I don't know. I don't like them. Thing, I don't like. Oh, uh, I know. Now, now I know what you're talking about the witches. No, I don't like these little bitches though. They're they're spunky. I they're they're very good in the ring. Yes, dude. I'm surprised you don't like them because you like tag team wrestling when they do they're cohesive them two are probably the most they, 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 i'll give you that I, I will give you that okay. but i just don't like the personalities so though like this is yeah, kinda, 
You know what? They kind of remind me of, funny enough, JJ, that you like them, Willow. No, Kate, always peppy, always rah rah. Cadence gets on my nerves. I, I, I watch her a lot on TikTok, and she's annoying. TikTok, um, we don't stop, stop to the. But yeah, no. Hmm. Well, you know what? <clears throat> Let's talk about some shit. Um, I'll get I'll get to the Nakamura thing in a second because it's a promo. So finally, after. All this bullshit of lemonade, and they should have been on on SummerSlam. We finally get Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus. Now, since Trish had beaten Zoe, I guess not only did I get her this shot, but it also made it to where Zoe Starks cannot be at ringside. Becky Ring... beat Zoe. Yeah, so I said, didn't I? You said Trish. No, oh, that's coming. No, you said so, Trish beat Zoe, and that's not how it worked. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. So You're Becky welcome. beat Zoe, and Zoe's banned from ringside. So now Becky finally gets her shot at Trish. This sucked. The match was eh. You got a you got a bitch in there wearing a mask. Now this reminded me of the old Randy, or not Randy. Uh, yeah, Randy Orton's uh, senior, where he had the cast for how long? Do you have a fucking cast on his arm, and always uses a weapon? Of course, Trish is used as a weapon, and then when it comes off, the ref is kind of like trying to help her put it back on. It's a fucking weapon. You saw her head butt Becky how many fucking times? So then these ladies who finally finally get their time to shine, they finally get their time in the sun. It's a double fucking countout. They start feuding to the back where the merchandise is. And who happens just oddly enough to be there? And, and what is up with pe- jumping people with hoodies, uh, Jimmy Uso? Um, here's Zoe with a hoodie who jumps on Becky. So I guess since it's not at ringside, it's okay. But um, basically, they lay well, The her match out. was over, too. You know, the... oh, yeah, that's true, too. The head guy so, counted out already. This happens. And. You know, fast forward, they're looking to get the hell out of Dodge, you know, as far as the arena. Uh, and it appears like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. It's official next week. Now we get a cage match between Becky and Trish. Fuck this. This thing is dragged on way too fucking long. And it's pro- probably not their fault, okay? They probably should have been. I thought they should have been at SummerSlam. That, yeah, that that's probably the that's probably their their consolation. consolation prize exactly. This fucking piece of shit was consolation. No, the 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 cage match, dude. They better fucking bring it because this sucked. JJ, talk me off the ledge. I, I thought all of fucking Raw sucked, so I mean you can't go by. All me. right, well, I guess I'm going off the ledge. Brock? No, and then fucking it, it, everything about it was stupid. I, I'm, I'm already over fucking Zoe Stark, as you know. I've I realized that, you know, as Double J pointed out last week, that I don't care for uh, butchy looking chicks. And I've realized that she doesn't care for fucking uh, spunky chicks. Well, but so, uh, you know, it, it, the the only thing it, it, it would have made more sense 
if they had fucking booked them into some sort of tag match where fucking um, Lita? Lita comes back and, and that's, fucking that's sides with Becky, you know what I mean? Like, Otherwise, you know what I mean? Friends. All of it's kind of fucking whack, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, again, I wasn't I wasn't thrilled with it. So you've got Nakamura comes to the ring. Dress very, very, very nice. Nice little black suit he's got kicking. They're interviewing him about why he did what he did. Now, I, I loved the fact, first of all, he was speaking his native language for a while and then would tell you like a sentence or so. But basically, he did it for The Rock. Just kidding. He did it for the title. And that is the easiest fucking answer on the planet. I love that's the direction he went to. It wasn't jealousy. He wants that fucking title belt. Here comes so I liked it. I liked everything that they did with that, you know. And, yeah, and where nice. I thought that they were gonna fucking make some stupid shit out of it, uh-uh. they did everything right. And then now the Keep question it simple, is, stupid. What is it that he said to him, though? Fuck you. I was just gonna say that the biggest thing in my mind was he whispered something, and it just totally bamboozled him mentally. Like uh, the champ was just sitting there stunned. Yeah. Which gave Nakamura plenty of time to put a fucking knee into his fucking head. But what do you No, say? and then, well, you know what's funny about that is that <laughs> me being me, like the first thing that I thought was that he just leaned over and whispered, I fucked Becky, and then walked away. Mm. <laughs> I fucked so. <laughs> like that shit was. <laughs> JJ, what do you think he said? Actually, I was thinking along the same lines of I'll fuck her or I did fuck her. Have you noticed your daughter has slant eyes? Did what? I don't know. Did, did, uh, did, did the champ notice that his daughter has, is oriental? Oh, that would be... <laughs> that would be sweet. We all know that's not what he said, but it, it's just interesting, kind of like but and that's it, and that's the real shit about it is that we know that that's not what he said. So what really did he say? What could he have said to Seth Rollins to shake him the way it did? Yeah, just oh, I like it, I like uh, it. I'm, Give Shinsuke some it. fucking shine, man. This man, please, he's not gonna win, but yes, as you just he should, they should let him win. I say give him the fucking belt, man. That man should have been. He should have been the fucking WWE champion. Fucking two or three fucking WrestleManias ago. Well, that sucked because they fucking when he was going after AJ when he was the champ and they healed him out. He couldn't stop hitting AJ in the balls. That they fucked that whole shit up, man. Like I hate, I hate this, and and it's still, and and they still did it this to this day, and I'm I'm not with that shit at all. Is that why does it always have to be a fucking heel? Because they have a, a fucking heel versus a fucking face. Why can't two faces fucking wrestle and it just be about the belt? They I, did it I, for I'm fucking Brett and fucking um, uh, Bulldog. You know what I'm saying? They've done yeah, it a couple of times in the past and it's always been fucking dope. Just fucking do that shit. You don't have to fucking keep this shit up, man. And and what's what's better than a heel versus heel match, bro? Both of them niggas is gonna cheat. I like those, man. I like those a lot. Who's gonna cheat first or cheat best? Exactly. You know. Come on, man. Let's stop being so Come fucking on. cookie cutter and shit like that, bro. 
So, did I say that earlier? I think so. Come on in. That's it, eh? Hmm. Yes, I did. I said something similar with the uh, whole concept of the um. Bueno, ¿cómo que se llama? The... Uh, with the Hulk Hogan bullshit. It's all cookie cutter okay. same bullshit. No, but I mean, that's not the same thing. It is. It ain't. It is. You just don't want to see people Hulk up. Brother. So we get to our main event. We have Cody Rhodes with Finn Balor. They've wrestled before, right? Whatever. But this is all about the possible split of the Judgment Day because, of course, you're not going to have one Judgment Day out there. You're going to get them all. At first, it was just strictly Mommy and Dom that come out to observe the match between the American Nightmare and Finn. Um, But then here comes Mr. Priest with the briefcase. So, shenanigans, uh, Dom had a terrible idea of throwing the chair into the ring for Finn to use right in front of the ref. So the ref's like, no, no, no. Then Mommy distracts. So then Finn looks at Priest and says, throw me the case. But he throws it a little too hard. It gets past Finn, who then gets nailed in the head with the case. Priest gets nailed in the head with the case. And Cody takes the W. Then, of course, we've got beatdowns galore. And so superhero Sami Zayn shows up. And, well, he gets his ass beat, too. Um, this is uh, – the match was okay. The storytelling was okay. Uh, I want to see McDonough popped out again. So, I guess he is fully engulfed into the storyline, which I don't mind a bit. Uh, Brock, what did you think of everything at the end? Um, I, if I'm being honest with you, I fucking fell asleep, so I didn't see the end of it. Okay. Yeah, hey, Cody has that effect sometimes, I don't want to blame Cody on that shit, though, man. You know what I mean? Like, to be as the over man, as he is. <laughs> what's that? You said to be, and I said to not, or not to be. That is the oh. I went wrestling. I When you said to be, I said, the man, you have to beat the man. Oh, very good, guys. Very good. Um... <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I've, I continue to be impressed by what Cody is doing. Um, Can it last? That's the fucking thing about it. You know what I mean? To to try to stretch it out to WrestleMania, I think is a stretch, and I think they should rethink that idea. Um, but then again, you know what I mean, like. They've they've literally stretched the fucking bloodline for three years. So I mean, I'm getting tired of the bloodline, and I know I think I said it earlier. This whole yeah, but then again, you're a grumpy Gus right now. And if you thought about the big, if like I know for a fact that if they did something cool with it going forward, you would you would jump right back on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just think this last part of it sucked. I mean, well, I mean, I were talking at the house. I, I right now I don't I, I don't like what's going on per se. I don't hate it. I don't like it, but it they've hit so I mean so well. This thing's gone so well for so long. 
I feel I have to give that storyline a benefit of the doubt and say, okay. Right, because there's sure been a couple of times Jay, where they've not sure it's lost Jimmy our attention. Line, yeah. And then got it right back with something else. Like, oh, yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? And I, I like, like I said, I, I like the reasoning that, that Jimmy gave. Although, once again, I think they carried that out stupidly if that was going to be the reason for him to do it. And I told you guys he's he's gonna be on some what happens to me shit, and that's exactly what he what he was about. What happens to me? Um, and then the fact that Jimmy, that Jay, you know, it's one thing to say that you're out of the bloodline, but then to say that you're out of WWE. So what does that mean exactly? Where does that go? Where do they go with that? How does that affect? Where does Roman go from there? Where does the fucking Solo go from there? There's still all these fucking questions that that, that need to be addressed, and they could go fucking still several dope-ass ways and to, to keep it going, you know what I mean? So that's why I feel like it works still, you know? Oh, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to bash it until it's time. I I don't think that... I think they've proved this storyline has proven itself, even at times like you mentioned, kind of, kind of like looking at it, kind of slant or cross eyed, like what the fuck, you know, tilting the head, like this is bullshit. But um, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it until it gets me to the point where, okay, no, now I think this is fucking dumb. Now, no, and here, the fuck they're doing. And the, so here's gonna be the fucking the dilemma, right? And this is why they, they, they should have really thought out that the, the title situation out better. Because for one, now you have two viable people that the crowd would love to see beat Roman Reigns for the title. Which way do you go? Do you let Jay fucking win over Cody, or does Cody fucking finish the story? You know what I mean? It's it's something that I think that if they thought about it more, I would have fucking uh, I would have had Jay win. You guys keep going wrong. Cody could finish the story against. Which mean you guys? Does it? Which mean you people? Huh? But it has to be against Roman Reigns because that's who it started with. You know what I mean? Like the story, the story doesn't end until he beats. Roman Reigns. No, the story ends when he wins that belt, the one that his father never got. That's the story. About a man and Brady. But it okay, so let me ask you and even and I had I had said that before that the the way that I would have done it probably would have been I would have said um we'll have Cody We'll have Jay win, and then the, the what's funny about that is the same thing that that Jimmy feared would happen would happen, and he becomes just like Roman by the time he faces Cody, and then Cody beats him for the title. But is is that really as meaningful a match or a, a win for Cody as it would have been if he beat Roman? I don't think it would be. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I would love to see uh, Jay get the belt. But, you know what I mean? Like, Cody, I feel like Cody has to finish the story against Roman. 
I don't, I see your point. I'm not going to argue it because <clears throat> I, I kind of agree a little bit, but they've actually teased twice now, <clears throat> excuse me, on Raw about Cody going after Seth. Twice. So, you know, both times interrupted. Uh, once was Brock, the other was Judgment Day, I think it was. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was on the second one. But yeah, it, I, I, she makes a good point about the belts. But I, they can't drag this on. The only way they drag this on into WrestleMania, I, and it sucks, is if, unfortunately, like before, Cody gets hurt and he's going to be out a couple months and off television. But they, they need to take him off television for a little bit. I think that's what so it doesn't go right stale. I think they want the, the him and Jimmy to face off, but and no offense to what's coming up, payback I think or something like that. I think they want it, if not WrestleMania, but maybe Royal Rumble or Survivor, Royal, Royal Rumble, something like that. So you got to take Jimmy, you got to take Jay off television for a while. A, it builds everybody's anticipation. So when he comes to his music hits, people can go fucking crazy for him. But B, it also it makes it where you're not diluting the the, the storyline itself because of the fact that you got to come up with something new every single fucking Friday. Whereas if, he, if he's on television, hey, out of sight, out of mind, you're going to mention him to keep him relevant, but overall, you don't have to continue a story for him in, in particular. That's just my opinion. We'll see. I mean, again, I'm going to trust them. But, I mean, it's, it's, that's what that's makes this whole fucking storyline still a good, viable storyline because we're here trying to fucking debate what's the best way for them to go with it, and there's several different fucking options. I mean, I, I feel that's what keeps that Bloodline storyline a really good fucking storyline, you know what I mean? I, it, it is... It's got to come to an end. All the good ones do. I think they're pressing. Or they're, excuse me. But you can't blame them for trying to fucking drag it on as long milk as they possibly shit. can milk Fuck. fucking shit out of it. Dude, come on. I'm I'm oozy enough for it. Let's do it. You know, let's let's see what they can do. But they still okay. So think of this: if Jay's off television because he quote unquote quit WWE, Roman that fucker. <clears throat> It's the most he's been on television in, I would say, a three-month span than it has been in years. So, And he's supposedly already asked for and got given permission in his last contract to get be on television and have less appearances. So if you're going to have Jay out, you're going to have a sporadic tribal chief, that leaves Solo and Jimmy to carry the storyline on. That I don't know if I trust. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I mean, you have to you have to have more. If you put okay, but then but then okay, so look, if your thought process is as a family, right? We got to build everybody up. Solo is already on an ascent. Jay is main event. Jay Uso and Roman is Roman. They've already made Jay to the point where he seems. As an equal to Roman Reigns in terms of, of of you know stardom and things like that, so the only one left to fucking build is Jimmy. This is this might be the avenue for that. I'm, I'm gonna go with that. They do, but I, I hope they know what they're doing. 
I do too, man. You know what I mean? But I mean, we gotta trust in the in the process because they fucking once again they've been doing this for three years and they haven't really steered us wrong once. You know what I mean? Like they've they've been shit where we thought we we hated it and then all of a sudden we were like, oh shit, no, we love this shit. You know what I mean? So now I meant to tell you this, Brock and and JJ, you too. I bought you shirts. Um. It was this weird company that's associated with Timu, so they're over in China. It's actually a um, J Fatu is is all elite, so is AEW. So I think I, I did it. I bought y'all shirts. What was crazier about the the thought process there is that so if if you were gonna if if an USO was gonna leave the WWE. Wouldn't it make more sense that it be Jimmy? Right. With his wife. Exactly. Dude, bingo. So, I... Bango! There was even somebody at YouTube that made this video of Jey Uso joining uh, John Moxley. No. There's, there's, okay. Hypothetical. All right, first of all, he's still under contract from what I've read. And still has a lot of time on it. I want to say next year. Next April, I think. No, I mean, the Usos had just signed the fucking new long year uh, extended deal with them niggas not so long ago. But let's say he's not. Let's just for funsies say that. Do you think for a fucking second that whether Voldemort or whether it's Triple H or whomever in the bag, is gonna allow him to say that that the, the, those things. Hey, I'm out of the bloodline. Uh, I'm out of SmackDown. I'm out of WWE. Deuces and go. You know they would never allow that ever. No, he would go if, out in the wackest way be, fucking possible. <laughs> oh yeah, or yeah. Shoot, just look at what they did. And whether you like Moxley or not, I don't care. But they did his ass fucking dirty on the way out the door. The character they gave him was a piece of shit, and then he's getting beat up by Nia Jax. That's just spiteful bullshit. Yeah, I mean, there's no well, way I mean, that's... Is, is, is a, a he's under contract. B, there's no fucking way. And like are these these idiots, uh, uh, and I don't. There's some good. We we all have our favorite podcasters, YouTubers, channel stuff like that for wrestling content. But man, some of these idiots are. Oh yeah, well, well I know that he his contract's up, and it's actually his uh, non compete clause is is over the day before All In. Dude, All In is in two weeks. What he, he two weeks non compete clause? I've never heard of that. Yeah, no, I mean, this uh, only because he wrestled without a contract, and the deal was. Please complete your matches with uh, O'Reilly, and then you, you you're good, you know. So th- that was very rarely do you see the opportunity of someone again. Cole had a deal because he wrestled without a contract. So to to, to finish the storyline he had with Kyle, uh, but other than that, you don't see people doing that because you can go back. You remember when uh, it was Rick Rude was on. Uh, an episode of, of a taped Raw and a live Nitro on the same night. 
Lex Luger, after like a, a, a pay-per-view on a Sunday, showed up for WWE, showed up on a, a WCW. No, because there's because and this is the thing about it that that you know people forget is that there's a distinct difference. Holy shit! There's a distinct difference between um, them letting you go or you asking for your release and your contract running out. If they, if you let your contract run out and the con- you you work your whole fucking contract and you just don't renew, I don't think there's a ninety day clause on yes, that. Yes, there is. I have been so I, I've done some research on it because I didn't understand, um, and I'll do more because if okay, I, that because I think that's how they, they got those fucking sweeps because COVID, once again, you know what I mean, like do the do the, the ninety days. Who had to do what? During COVID, when they let a lot of those wrestlers go, they fired them. Even though they got fired, they still had to fucking do the 90 days. Well, yeah, but that's just it. Being released and asking for your release is different than just working to the end of your contract. Once your contract is out, you've done everything that you had to do for the company. Therefore, a 90-day clause does not exist. Because you've, you've completed your contract. Everybody who's had a 90-day clause stuck to them has been either released or asked for their release. That's why Adam Cole was literally able to walk out that way. That's why Lex Luger was literally able to walk out that way because his contract was up. It wasn't that he fucking uh, asked for his release or was released. He literally just worked to the end of the contract and didn't renew it. So he's a free, literally a free agent once that contract expires. Yeah, and it's interesting because when I was looking at it before, it is actually currently it's, it's being um, it's actually in court right now under the Federal Trade Commission because uh, a group of wrestlers, I guess. Uh, not current, some older ones had uh, filed suit against WWE saying that it uh, forbid them from earning uh, money uh, in the future. So, the actually, the Federal Trade Commission uh, voted uh, to, to actually dissolve that part of the contract, but now WWE has appealed and I don't see anything on it. Uh, I want to look up that because I know I was I was under the impression that it was almost a no matter what. Now exceptions again. Adam Cole's uh, had had uh, expired, but he was in the middle of a storyline. So kind of a handshake. No exactly. days. We can go. Yeah, ahead I'll, I'll wrestle to the end to, to, to get us to the end of that fucking storyline, and that that's where I'll, I'll call it quits. And that's why exactly why he didn't have a ninety day compete. And he, he literally walked out on fucking on that fucking show, man, and blew the fucking world apart. But I will have more information next week. Because that's what Double I Double J, are you okay? Or you do you have anything to say? No, I'm fine. <laughs> you didn't sound fine at all. Yeah. So I, I zoned out 20 minutes ago. Wrap this up then, big bro. All right, with that, uh, we're going to call it a quits for another night of great wrestling conversation yeah. from the greatest podcast in wrestling history. Turnbucks and Brass Knucks. For myself, Brock Brolic, Scuba Steve. Yeah. And the one and only Double J. Uh, good night. We will see you guys next week. Blech.
Heavyweight primate with a Harvard mind Blood filled with a citrus mixture orange lime Pussy drip when the thought of action come to mind Born to ride when the spring summer shine Bonafide, eyes wide running high You don't want the revolution to be televised Terrified from the Arab mountain death camps With the iron burning high, give you chest stamps Phone calls with the cloth over the mouthpiece With or without lead, burn about an ounce cheap To the neck like a razor for the stubble Raise inside the struggle, blazing in a huddle, yeah Dig a hole, throw the lamb in it Leather slippers in the sand, motherfuckers couldn't stand in it Myself on the back, don't fake the funk on the nasty dunk shack I tag. Close the window to your soul. Weed inside my lung burn. These old suckers getting placed into a young urn. Specialized like the little bus. Use my chubby little finger first to stimulate the clitoris. King Kong ain't got shit on us. I'm out here getting it for real. Why you motherfuckers fill a bus? Weed in my finger flicker. I'm on a solo mission. Started at pole position. Eyes on a long division. As it burned my thumb, I roll another one. Quite persistent, that's why they call me my mother's son. Shoot the gold gift, leave your hoe stiff, make your hoe sniff. Hootie and the blowfish, hope they the cold kid. Cause every motherfucker in here rockin' low dip. I'm on that old shit. Always likes to pat himself on the back. <laughs>